Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Our Gospel today gives us this account, this episode in the life of our Lord where he's visiting Martha and Mary, who were the sisters of Lazarus, who he raised from the dead. It was a, a family that he was very close with, that he would go and spend time with. And I think when we may, maybe first kind of hear this story, I know we've heard it before, we might have a tendency to kind of sympathize with Martha a little bit, because she's the one that's doing all the work. Right? She's cooking, she's preparing, she's doing all of the serving, and Mary's just sitting there not doing anything. Martha goes up to Jesus and says, Lord, tell her to help. Makes sense. But Jesus responds by gently rebuking Martha, telling her that she's anxious and worried about many things and that Mary has chosen the better part. There's a number of ways in which we can kind of explore this story, different lessons that we can learn from it. One of which that I think is helpful is to understand it's not that what, Mar- what Martha was doing was bad or wrong. She was being hospitable, right? What she was doing was good, but it was the, the attitude with which she was doing it or the way in which she was doing it. And I think it helps bring to light some important lessons for us because it gives us two good examples of one of the aspects of being human is that there's two different aspects of our human life. It's helpful for us to know this. Just, it's common sense. We experience it all the time. But as human beings, we have an exterior life and an interior life. Right? So exterior, the things that happen physically, the things that happen around us, outside of us, the work that we do, all of the things, uh, the tasks that we have, our routine, uh, our life. All of those things happening outside of us. Right? They're all good. They're all necessary. They're all important. We need to eat. We need to sleep. We need shelter and clothes. Right? Work is good for us. But it's very easy for us, especially I think as 21st century Americans, to think that that's the entirety of our life. And it's not. Because as human beings, we also have an interior life. The life of our soul. Right? The life of our conscience. The life where we're alone with God. It's the life of faith, hope, and charity. The life of prayer. It's the life by which we experience and relate to God. Right? Our interior life is where we find God in our heart and in our soul. It's where we develop and deepen our knowledge and our love of Him. Both of these are important. But here's the important truth. Our interior life is more important than our exterior life. Vastly more important. The life of our soul is more important than the life of our body. They're connected, they're united, but there is a priority. And we need to make sure that we have those in the proper order because it's very easy for us to be more focused 
on the exterior life, on all the things that we have to do, on what's happening around us, on the needs of our body, it's very easy to forget the needs of our soul. And I think when we kind of fail to keep this proper order, we fall into a mindset and a way of living that is not fruitful and is not helpful. And we see that in the gospel. I think stepping back, what happened to Martha is that, like all of us tend to do, we have our own expectations, we have our own plan. We have the the way that we want things to go, right? And Martha assumed that Mary would be there helping her, right? That makes sense. And when she finds herself having to do it all alone, when things aren't going according to her plan, she does a couple things that I think for us are good signs for us to reflect on whether or not we fall into the same trap. How do we handle it when things don't go according to our plan? What's the first thing that Martha does? She complains. She goes to Jesus and says, Lord, don't you care that I'm doing this all by myself and she's not helping? Right? Martha was frustrated. She was frustrated because things weren't happening the way that she thought they should happen. And from that frustration, she complained. I think if we're honest, we all know that we do the same thing. It's so easy to get frustrated in life because so frequently things don't go the way that we plan them to go or the way that we would want them to go. How do you handle it when your plan doesn't work out? When things don't go the way that you expected them to go? Do you find yourself getting frustrated? Do you find yourself complaining? I think this is a sign for us that we need to perhaps spend some more time and energy on developing our interior life. Because frustration and complaining are signs of a lack of spiritual maturity, a lack of spiritual depth. Because it stems from this mindset that we all fall into, right, that things should go the way that I want them to go. But that's true only of God. Right? We are not the center of the universe. The world does not revolve around us and, are, and around how we want things to go. But so often we think that it should. And when it doesn't, we get frustrated and we complain. But there's another sign that we can see in Martha that can help us examine our own lives to see if we have the interior life that we need. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. Sound familiar? so easy to become anxious and worried about all of the things happening around us, all of the things that we need to do, all of the things that could go wrong. What if this happens? What if that doesn't happen? What if I can't do this? What if that person does this or that? We can so easily live lives out of this anxiety, this worry. But that's not what God wants for us. 
And it's an epidemic today in our society. And I don't want to diminish it. Some people have very strong struggles with anxiety. There's a lot of different uh, components to that. It could be emotional, psychological, but there is a spiritual component to anxiety. And it just comes from a lack of trust and a, a desire to be in control. Right? Because I want to be in control, I need everything to happen the way that I want it to, and when it doesn't, it makes me anxious. But we're not in control, and we're not meant to be in control. And as long as we hold on to that desire for control, we're going to be constantly agitated, worried, and anxious. But if we can let go, if we can let God be in control, then we can have stability, we can have peace of mind. One of my favorite passages in Scripture is from St. Paul in Philippians 4, verses 6 to 7. He says, Have no anxiety about anything. And then he goes on to tell us how that's possible. He says, But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which guards will guard the peace, sorry, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your minds and hearts in Christ Jesus. So I've laid out the problem. The problem is that we get frustrated, we're anxious, we're worried, we want to be in control. What's the solution? It's prayer. Prayer is the solution. Because prayer is what strengthens and develops our interior life and our relationship with God. Mary chose the better part in the gospel. She sat at the feet of the Lord and listened. We have to pray. Because in prayer, we come to know the Lord in a deep and intimate and personal way. And the more we know Him, the more we're willing to let Him be in control. If I don't know God personally, I'm not going to be willing to let Him have complete control of my life. But the more I come to know Him, the more I come to trust Him, to trust His love, to trust His goodness, and I can let go. And letting go brings peace. You may remember about two years ago now, I gave a Lenten mission on prayer. And those talks are still on our website. If you didn't get a chance to hear them the first time or if you need a refresher, I'd encourage you to listen to them, right? to learn more about what prayer is and how to pray. But then you have to choose it. And our gospel says that Mary has chosen the better part. We have to choose to pray. But if we do, we'll deepen and strengthen our interior life. We'll be more impervious to the constant upheaval and changing circumstances of life and we'll have peace.